again, everybody. It is Tim. You are listening to our third attempt at recording the 42nd one or the 42nd episode of the greatest road life and travel podcast on the goddamn interwebs, the No Name Road Show. And as I am every episode, mating, uh, making it mating. Yeah, mating. Yeah, no. Uh, making it to the uh, mating. Uh, that's uh, the Triple uh, X No Name Road Show, which is yet to be recorded. Um, as I am every episode. I am joined by the founder and CEO of Lost and Found Skates, photographer extraordinaire, the Zvenguli in the schoolie, Joe McCarthy. Hey! So, uh, friends, this is going to be a catch-up episode, uh, not as like the condiment, but Joe and I catching up on stories that we have that we've experienced over the course of the past couple of months. No guests, just us and a couple of random animals. But first... Theme song. All right. So before we start off, Joe, um, I, I want to tell you about an experiment that I'm doing. So All I'm right. also going to give you a little bit of background story. So uh, I did radio in college, which yep. might explain some of my like over-the-top, like, announcer speak sometimes while I'm doing this. Um, but there was one show that was, like, the best show in college, and it was, like, for, like the one that everybody listened to, like, the highest ratings. Right. And it was because it was the night before the largest paper that was required of every junior oh. was due. And people would call in with, like, their horror stories or asking for help it was just four hours of chaos of like people taunting each other, placing bets, doing all sorts of others. It was called the So Show, and it was so much fucking fun to do because you just had people like calling in and like these horrible stories, people playing pranks on their roommates. Like it was great. Oh, that's like, awesome. All awesome, right. awesome stuff. Okay. So one year I decided as part of the So Show because people would stay up all night, like the paper I think had to be like 20, 30 pages long. So it was not like an insignificant thing. It was a huge fucking research paper for this class, I just got right? The, I got the sweats. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that I would try in real time taking a so-show dose of caffeine. So I took five no-dos and, and drank uh, a mix of Surge, which was like Mountain Dew on steroids, and Jolt Cola for the whole episode. By hour three, like you could literally hear my teeth chattering. <laughs> I bring that up yes. because today I went to uh, Target. And as I'm making my way to the register, I see a pallet. But it's empty except for a couple of boxes. And it looks like soda on there. No, it's not soda. I see it is hard oh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> and I'm like, by the way, this is like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh, that looks like a bad idea. Target <laughs> impulse purchase. Grab it. And walk to the register. Um, the, there's like some kid that's working the register. So, of course, they have to have the manager key in. So this way I can buy the alcohol. And the manager comes up and he was like, oh, dude, you got one. And I was like, it's <laughs> like yeah. He's like, literally, like, we just got these this morning in delivery. We got one pallet. Half of it went to the employees who are 21 and over here at Target. Oh, my God. People were hoarding them. So we had to enforce a one-case 12-pack per employee. He's like, we put the rest on the floor. It hasn't even been an hour. How many are left out there? And I was like, when I saw there were five. Oh, my and God. He's like, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, let me key you in. Keys me in. Comes back. He's like, yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> Whoa! Um, so how are they? So, um, so two thoughts. The first one is so they have four different flavors. Oh, dude. They've got the original. Um, they have uh, the code red. Right. They have grape uh, watermelon, and then they have the uh, Baja Blast from Taco Bell. Oh my god. Oh so whoever made these is fucking brilliant, number one. Uh, number two, though, 
It's like um, it's almost like a truly or uh, uh, like a seltzer type yep. thing. So there's no sugar and no caffeine. Apparently, Mountain Dew learned from uh, Four Loco that uh, <laughs> the caffeine and alcohol thing is the quickest way to get yourself banned. I uh, um, with the Four Locos when they first come out, I described it as watching my friends turn into a, a baby gorilla that can't fall asleep. Like just knocking over shit, falling down, but I can't go to bed and I want to because this thing's keeping me awake. And that's what Full Loco was. Did you ever have it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had it once and I won't do it again. Yeah. So they still have it for sale here in Vegas. You can get it at the Walgreens right by the Venetian for anybody who, who wants to know. Uh, but uh, I think it's a diluted version of it. It is. But I had it for the first time here in Vegas. And uh, like this is several years ago when it was out there and the same thing. And I'm, I'm walking with the 40, like the huge yeah, all board yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. of Four Loco. And like, yeah, I was up until like six, seven o'clock in the morning between like that on top of all the other alcohol that I had. Then sitting down at a blackjack table or something like that, getting all the oxygen pumped into your system. I swear it took me like three days to finally go to sleep. Like if there was anything that's probably close to like meth, that was probably it. <laughs> minus the productivity right like i know right you could have yeah no it, it's one of those one drinks that <laughs> just a walk yeah, yeah it's like yeah walking's like uh, it was like you're a retarded zombie right yeah it's just and retarded in the new england sense of retarded like, oh, no it's like it's like like hulk the incredible hulk drunk like you just want to smash stuff and be like, fall down and break. And that's what it looked like. Uh, so uh, if I can nerd out on you for a moment, uh, if you watch episode one of She-Hulk, you learn what drunk Hulk is like. Yep. That's that's I watched it. Have you seen it? Yep. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, for those who haven't watched it yet, the mid credit scene is worth watching the episode just for itself. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Captain America! <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. God damn, I love that. It's like Ally McBeal meets the Marvel Universe. Ah. But anyway, so we're doing the Tim and Joe ramble. But hey, I warned you listeners on the front end that it was your time to opt out now if you just didn't want to hear random shit because that's 100% where we're at tonight. So Joe... Um, we tried recording this. Yes, we did. A week ago. At the Funny um, Farm. At the Funny... So, yeah, you say Funny Farm, but, like, I know where you were at, but do you, <laughs> do you want to tell everybody else yeah. about the uh, the Lost 42 point version... 42 V1, V2, and V3, because we recorded this three fucking times yeah. before our fourth attempt today. And, and we tried to record it with a live audience um, with... Matt and Amanda, who I met, um, and they are traveling in a sprinter van with Ziggy. And also Casey and Jessica, who have their own podcast, is Getting Lost With Us. So they were super Getting stoked. Lost With You podcast. Getting Lost yeah. With You. Thank you. Uh, they were super stoked on just wanting to see how somebody else did a podcast. And, um, like, we, we tried several times um, to do this. And the first time... You could see their eyes light up of like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. And um, hearing the intro, hearing everything. And like we had our like little pre-talk in the beginning before we press record. Um, kicked in the intro, did everything. No problems with connectivity. But as soon as the intro stopped and we started it, it stopped just like that. And it was quiet. Uh, so that was the first attempt. The second attempt, uh, we had we had uh, the uh, a button that wasn't pushed. Attempt was that the second or the third attempt? That, no, there's the second time. Like second we went attempt. through, and like the connectivity was like it worked amazing. And then I looked to, I was like, this conversation is rolling. I had to like, I went to go look at the timer for like how much of the episode had passed. And I didn't see the timer, and then I realized that some dumbass named Tim didn't hit record. <laughs> so as I'm looking over at our live audience, their, their humongous grins are going to a slightly less grin, and okay. <laughs> then we tried it again. Which, by the way, 
I was thinking about this. That second one, the reason why it probably worked so well, it was that it wasn't recording. Probably. It was just the stream. Like, there wasn't trying to do any upload at the same time. Right. But, man, I felt like an ass. Oh, no. It was awesome. Uh, so, the place we did it at, and the reason why we're having problems is it was uh, about an hour north of Astoria, which is where Goonies was, um, into Washington, this place called Long Beach. And, and Long Beach is what it is. It's I love how some places I go to, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a Long Beach. Let's call it Long Beach. Um, super Long Beach um, strip of land that you can only get to in the bottom. So you go all the way to the top. And um, I stayed in this place called Willapa Heritage Farm, uh, which is part of this, this thing called Harvest Host that I signed up for annually. And it's really cool because finding places east of the Mississippi is a super challenge parking. And, and I signed up for Harvest Host and, and people host you. So it's really cool. Which, by the way, is crazy because there's more open land west of the Mississippi than there is east of the Mississippi. Right. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's it, right. It's, it's easier to find places on the west of the Mississippi. And the reason why I signed up for is east of the Mississippi is almost impossible. Uh, oh, okay. I'm but, sorry. I thought you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I hadn't used it in a while. Um, and, and there's a real, there's some void spots up in Washington. I know you had some time in Washington. So Washington's awesome in a weird way because um, unlike the Northeast and, and other places, I'm, I'm used to population everywhere. Uh, Washington has Seattle, has Tacoma. It has Spokane, but everywhere in between is kind of like Olympia. But if you start going more west, there's a lot of open land and a lot of less towns. Um, and it's more forest and, and nature, which is really fucking nice. But um, there's not a lot of places to stay, and, and there's a, not a lot of harvest hosts up there. But I found one. That's, yeah. that's why, uh, whatchamacallit, like the vampires and teenage werewolves really like it out there. Yeah, yeah I was. somebody told me, like, yeah, you should go to this place. There's a lot of vampires. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they were Twilight waiting. the Vampire, that was his name, right, before yeah. he became Batman? Yep. Yeah. They were waiting for me to catch on, and I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." But uh, now, is this a, a, like is this a subscription? It is. is it like an Airbnb? Like oh, so okay. It's a yearly subscription, uh, which is way cool. Uh, it, it's super cheap. It's only like a hundred dollars a year at the most. I think it was ninety nine, and then you can sign up for the dual Harvest Host and um, Boondockers Welcome, which they merged. I'm sorry, Boondockers Welcome sounds like Farmers Only. I know, right? <laughs> it's a horrible name. Is it a dating? Yeah, is it a dating website it's for a, road people? There was so uh, well. I, hey, you you can stay with me, but I just might need a little foot massage. There, there was. I remember when I was back in Boston. Um, I was me and my friend Eddie were thinking of creating a um, a website for pickup games. Like, you know, pick up hockey, oh, pick up like okay, any yeah. kind of pickup games. Yeah. Um, and we're like, this is awesome. Like this, you need this because you don't know when games are going to happen. Like it could, yeah. be, it could be pick up kickball, kickball and be a pick up basketball game. It could be anything. So we're like, yeah, let's do this. So we bought pickuphub.com as the domain. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then finally, like I mentioned to somebody like, are you doing a dating site? And we're like, fuck. Oh my God, though, Pickup Hub could be the ultimate Boston right. dating site. Right. So, hey. The hub of, the hub of hookups. Pickuphub.com, brah, brah. If anybody wants to do, buy a domain. Hey, hey, kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> yeah. Timmy. Hey, fucking kid. Do, hey, yeah, fucking kid. Do you, <laughs> do you want your vanilla nut taps? Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Ethan. <laughs> oh man, I hit him so hard. <laughs> By the way, super fan Jill uh, sent a message and was like, I had to stop. I was laughing so <laughs> hard. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. And that that is the start of the 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 me not drinking as much. It's it's the not drinking at all. It's the I I, I don't want to deal with hangovers. Waking up in the morning is terrible and I hate I'm sick of apologizing for Things like hitting you in the nuts. 
There's yeah. a comedian, uh, Chris Hardwick. He was like, he's the founder of Nerdist. He ran at midnight, like just kind of like a nerd comic. And he has a bit about when he decided to get like the event that made him like stop drinking. And he was like, he's like, he realized it was a cursed thing because, uh, when he was drinking so much, he had like this crazy confidence they never had as a nerd in his entire life. And right. after he started getting more famous, like he like it was like he always thought it was going to evaporate, but no, like alcohol just made him more confident. He was like, and alcohol like was an amazing friend. It gave me my first and only threesome. <laughs> and and he was like, yeah, don't worry. Um, he's like, alcohol giveth, but it taketh away. He's like. But I don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, and that's when I realized, yeah, it's probably time to stop. Yep. Um, Being back in Portland, it's hard here. It's Oh, with all all the uh, craft beer and and, like distilleries, everything else? They're delicious. But what I've gotten turned on to is uh, CBD sodas. Like, so CBD, but not actual, like, pop. Yeah, no, no, THC. no THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I will go back in time and slow motion and won't be able to figure out how to put my shoes on. I will off. say, like, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of um, the THC seltzers that I've had here in Vegas yeah. that have very, very low THC. And I, like, if they weren't so fucking expensive, like five to seven dollars a can Ow. i would i would substitute that for alcohol because like it's just enough like it's this nice little like you feel good right. like, it's okay and then like no hangover yes. nothing and i'm like that like but like on a, like a hot day which you know happens once or twice here in vegas and then you're like barbecuing oh like Dude. Yeah, like you like you like you buy a four pack and you're done in two hours and it's this like you've just consumed the same as one edible and now you have nothing else to like so they they have to figure that shit out. Yeah, I was at um this place called Feral Cove in and um in Portland and it's a it's a skateboard DIY and it's pretty oh, cool. cool. It's badass. Um and a whole group of kids showed up and they all each one of them had you know a thirty rack of Rainier. And it was super hot, um, super sweaty, and I was like, "Oh, those would be so good right now, just just to cool off." But you know, speaking of skate parks, I was in Orange County this past week, um, Irvine, uh, Santa Ana, Long Beach, or not Long Beach, uh, Anaheim, um, and uh, I was amazed at how many skate parks they actually had like all over the place and as i was driving around the other part that was awesome is you could see people helping each other out and like as you're driving by of like all ages and people there and like recording and get like i'm only getting like a couple second snippets and i was like fuck that's so awesome like instead of it being like really kind of either suburban kid thing or like people taking it over like it looked like like a dog park with like just everyone hanging out there there was like people like with coolers and hanging drinks and just like sitting and talking i was like wow that's yeah that's that's awesome that it's like like for quote unquote a, a sort of birthplace of it that they've kept a lot of the attitude of like no this is a community thing it's so strange that not strange. It's awesome that skating is so cool at, at parks. And like, look, I am, I am still like, it's, I'm playing with a, a toy, like a, a wooden toy that I grew up with. And that's, that's plain and simple what it is. Um, and I was, I think I was 12 when I started skating. Nowadays kids start at six. So it's not very uncommon going to a skate. Yeah, because there's like an Olympian, like the woman who won the gold medal is like 12 or 13. Guy Brown, I think, is maybe. But it's not uncommon that I'll be sitting at a skate park and I'll be trying to trick and like maybe it's like a, a grind or, or just going over something. And my conversation is with a 12-year-old kid going, yeah, that's hard. Can you do that? Or have you have you been trying this? And 
like me and this 12 year old kid are, are having a conversation and bonding over skateboarding and having a good time. Take that scenario anywhere else. Like, you know, I'm just going to walk <laughs> anywhere else and be like hanging out with a 12 year old kid. Like, Hey, we're best friends, but it, it is fucking awesome <laughs> doing that. So, I, This is actually a good segue to a pseudo story that I have. So, uh, while I was in uh, Orange County and I was there for, uh, I spent a day in our office in Irvine and a day at a conference and I decided to take uh, Friday off and just go to Disneyland. Yeah, there is a place, like I was on, sp- I, I took the, I was at Disneyland by myself for the day, right? Like yeah. grown ass man yeah. walking around, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, which I'm fine with. Like I have no, like it's such an easy, like everyone's so wrapped up in their day, like as a sing- like a person by yourself. It's so easy to just get lost in the crowd. Like, nobody gives a shit about you. Like, how often? Unless, <laughs> unless, like, when I walked onto Splash Mountain and I'm sitting in a log and there's this, like, little girl who's, like, right behind me sitting by herself because the rest of her family doesn't want to get wet. And she wants to talk so bad and, like, share, like, how much fun she's having. Like, there's no fucking way I was turning around. Like, nope. Like, I'm going to nerd out, you nerd out too. Like, that's fine. Like, it's not like the skate park of like, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, no, no. Did I, did I ever tell you the story about the Harry and the Potters? I may, I probably have. When I went to the show, I went to the show in Dorchester at the light bomb. So uh, maybe, maybe you did because I remember like I went to go when the, the last of the Harry Potter books came out, they shut down Harvard square and they turned it into Diagon alley, even before like the universal stuff. Oh yeah. And they had all like, they had uh Harry and the Potters, Draco and the Malfoys. Yep. And I only got turned on to it because of you talking about Harry and the Potters. So I've probably heard the story, but I'm guessing most of our listeners have not. Oh, okay. So, uh, Harry and the Potters went on a tour called rock the BPL, the Boston public libraries. And I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go check this out. And uh, it was like a, a Saturday afternoon at like eleven like eleven in the morning show and I was like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Like I don't have I can go out later and go skating and do stuff like this is perfect to start today. And um it was in the, the Dorchester library. Um okay. and so like I like to get to shows early to see what's going on, like watch them set up and stuff. And uh Vega, really? Wow. Um, so I get there like, you know, 10, 30, 11, then, and I'm the only one in there. And it's inside a room that's like, it's it, uh, like the, it's a room where they maybe have plays and stuff like that. Or like, a, it's not really a stage, but they have seats set up uh, with an aisle and, and seats on either, either side. And it's probably like, you know, five or six deep like permanent seats or no no like, just like, uh, like chairs like chairs okay and um i see the brothers that are in the the parlors two brothers and i was like oh dude jack you want me to help you bring some equipment in they're like yeah cool no problem brought it in helped them set up and were they uh were they the weasleys no they they <laughs> who were they i can't remember what they they weren't like one of them was harry because he had the they both were harry's because they had the glasses was Harry and the Potters, right? Yeah. yeah so, um, all right. So it's two brothers, and then, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting front rows to this, and I have, yeah. a, I didn't have a, a a a big camera at the time. I had just like a, a little point and shoot, which I thought was kind of cool to bring places, uh, and I sat in front row, and all of a sudden, I hear a bunch of little voices, and it might have been sixty to seventy. Probably, probably maybe 50, 59 year olds come pouring in. <laughs> they fill up all the seats and they're all sitting around me up in the front. <laughs> and one of them's sitting and just looking at me, like looking up at me. And he has a plate of marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm looking straight ahead. And I see him just staring up at me, eating these marshmallows. And he pauses for a second and is like, were you here last week when Mr. Bubbles came? And I was, I was like, oh, no. 
But, Wait, like, like Mr. Bubbles, like from the old, like the uh, what you want the bathtub, like you can be a bubblehead with Mr. Bubbles, like that can, and that in case of double down on the no, like <laughs> I was like, no, no, man, I wasn't here, I'm sorry. And that's when the Harry and <laughs> like, are you, apo- you apologize, I'm like, yeah, no, man, yeah, I just can't didn't no. share that moment with you. I wish I, I was. Know you're, I, I I know you're high on marshmallows right now, yeah. but. <laughs> And then the, the Harry and the Pod is kicked in, and it was an awesome show. So I'm sitting there, like, bopping my head and dancing in my seat with 60-year-old, another 12-year-olds, 9-year-olds. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, um, my friend went to the show, and she was like, yeah, uh, my friend Joe went to the show back in Dorchester. She just, they started cracking up. They're like, oh, yeah, that, that old dude with, like, all the little <laughs> kids. Oh, we remember that show. <laughs> you were like the principal on the bus at the end of oh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Like, do you want a gummy bear? They've been exactly- in my pocket all day, nice and warm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> McCarthy like, can't just get it. up and leave after he says that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I'm out of here. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Flip his marshmallow plate up in the air and leave. No. Um, so one of the really cool things like where I to just kind of complete a Disney story real quick oh yeah I'm sorry um, so no 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 dude like I'm, I'm coming back like to something like I wasn't going to bring this up but like now I am because it's it's kind of like the juxtaposition of things of like Disney's such a weird place because it is like 100% for like it's kid and escapist and it's everything that's like everything that everyone talks about bad about it. Like it's uh, 100% is, right. but it's also so odd because yeah. it is yeah. like that place. That's like, I nerd out because it's like one of the most amazing engineering, like challenges that like, like to make that much fantasy and have it seem that seamless is like, insane um but when disneyland first opened and the disneyland there's a great uh documentary series on disney plus called behind the attraction and they talk about the imagineer story of developing the different rides and things they had an episode that talked about the disneyland hotel um Long story short, like the Disneyland Hotel wasn't actually owned by Disney. He didn't have enough money to do it. So it was yeah. owned by an oil and gas guy who wanted to get in the uh, the business and just decided to make it an adult playground. Like at its height, the Disneyland Hotel had like 15 or 17 bars. It had an really? operating marina and like underground like cafe and arcade and like all this other shit. So like Disney has this like strong drinking tradition that came from the hotel. Uh, Like you go to Disneyland (laughs) hotel to get hammered and send the family over to the park. So that's where they had like tons of conventions and celebrities would come there and everything else like that. So fast forward to modern times, uh, met up while I was there with a future guest, uh, one half of the paranormal wranglers. Yes. And we meet in downtown Disney and we're like, oh, we'll just, we'll grab a drink. Uh, he gets done with a, a work dinner and we go to uh, a bar that's like an outdoor, like just like an, out, like, just like an outdoor, um, like not a beer garden, but it's like a wine and right. like thing. But like this place serves shots <laughs> and scorpion bowls and like really <laughs> leans into the whole thing of like, so their rule was you can't order a scorpion bowl for yourself, but two people are fine. And as we're having the scorpion bowl uh, between myself and Leland, the bartender's giving us a hard time that, yeah, we might be having shots along with the scorpion bowl, but we're nursing it. And if you want it really lady in the tramp it, like just use the one straw because you guys would probably drink just as fast. We're getting harassed by a cast member <laughs> for not getting hammered fast enough. Ordering shots for the rest of the bar. Everyone's just like, they're getting sloshed. I look at my watch and I'm like, 
holy shit, this night's got to be done. It was 9.30. We had had three bowls and probably like four shots apiece. She poured tumbler glasses of rum at one point to catch us up on drinking. Um, We left from there (laughs) uh, and went. So at the Disneyland Hotel. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So in the, 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 the scorpion bowls, at the Hong Kong, there's like barrel of monkeys in there. Are these? Are there all sorts of? No, like, so they didn't put it like. Yeah, no, they had like. Uh, I think one bowl which we didn't get had like glowing cubes. Oh, Star Wars Land has its uh, has a an operating cantina bar with alcohol that you can go to, and that like. But they're smart. It's like you have forty five minutes and two drinks, and then get the fuck out. Um, what? Because the demand because the demand is so high. Like you get in, you listen, like it's it's all like the drinks are great. You can get like it's 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 what? so much fun. But anyway, so yeah, uh, no, the place the drinks there are a little bit more sophisticated. Like ours had like slices of kiwi. Like that was <laughs> like, that was that was that was. It wasn't uh, Mickey Mouse ears. It wasn't. No, yeah, no, no, like super, really? like cute. Like by the way, also like. I think it was maybe by like the third bowl that we came up with the idea that Disney definitely needs uh, like a weed shop in downtown Disney. Like (laughs) Goofy's Goofy's dispensary has like, that's like the greatest idea, like amazing. Right. Um, Anyway, uh, at Disneyland, there is a tiki bar at the Disneyland hotel called Trader Sam's. That's fucking phenomenal. Like incredibly strong drinks, like unique, like limited run, like tiki glasses, doesn't seat very many people like the interior, depending on what drink you order, because the fact that there's so few people in there, it's like you order the Krakatoa. Um, There is the bar is centered around like this giant picture of a ship. All right. And depending on what people order, if there are certain drinks, it triggers the environment to change. So Krakatoa is a volcano. The lights all turn red and flash. That's and cool. the ship like suddenly like has a volcano like ashy behind it. They have another one that's like a hurricane and the ship breaks and all the bartenders and people bring out squirt guns and spray everybody inside there. What? Like it's insane. And the drinks will 100% put you on your ass. <laughs> like insane. So yeah, the Disney drinking tradition is alive and well, and uh, uh, Leland one hundred percent confirmed that the Paranormal Wranglers are going to be on a future episode awesome. and have a great story for us. So we'll have to do that. Um, Joe, uh, time for us to take a break. All right, uh, and we'll be right back. Okay, hey friends, we're doing something a little different here uh, for uh, instead of ads here at the break. Uh, we're actually uh, promoting something that uh, we hope and encourage you all to to donate to. Uh, a close friend and amazing person from our lives and the show, uh, Brian, uh, unexpectedly passed away uh, a couple weeks ago. Brian, uh, as you may recall, was our friend who uh, constantly got thrown into a German prison. <laughs> Which at the airport, so many times I go back and I'll look at the titles are of our podcast, and I always stop and pause at the German prison one. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I also like gladiator movies too. <laughs> um, but uh, Brian was uh, a good friend of both of ours, uh, and we've seen uh, some insane things together. Like, in fact, uh, we uh, shared time together with Brian to see. Uh, something that will probably never again happen in our lifetimes and probably our kids' lifetimes of watching the Cubs win the World Series. Yeah. Uh, was, it the, was that the courtside? Is that what the name of that bar is? It was the, the bar Cambridge? that I had to – Yeah, it's the courtside. I had yeah. to sneak into it because it was over capacity of Chicago Cubs fans. So I had to literally put a hoodie over and kind of like just go in and sneak in like I'd been there the whole time. And I got in at the last moment to see – Grown men running around screaming and crying. Well, you guys were also stealing beers out of the back of this uh, of the uh, the bar, 
and like drinking in the street. Weren't there like people like, cause they, they ran out of pitchers. They couldn't serve pitchers anymore. Right. So they were recycling pitchers. Like you had like, they, like they weren't taking any food orders. It was a complete shit show game seven in Boston of Chicago people. It was, it was the only Chicago bar around that was letting Chicago <laughs> people in there and it was out of control. And uh, yeah, uh, Brian was there, but uh, as, uh, as I mentioned, unfortunately, Brian passed away. Um, and we would love it if uh, the rest of our friends here at the No Name Roadshow community would uh, donate to a cause that Brian absolutely believed in, a veteran himself, but always believed in giving back. Um, the New England Center and Home for Veterans. Uh, and Joe, do you want to tell folks how they can uh, donate and uh, let folks know that they're giving it in memory of Brian and on behalf of the No Name Roadshow. Right. If you go to the New England Center. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. It, 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 <laughs> it's got to be the acronym. The nextjava.org, which is N-E-C-C-H-V-N-E-C-H-V.org. Um, and there's a link there to donate. I think it's uh, like halfway down. If you click there, you'll see different amounts to donate. And it makes it pretty easy and and yeah, go ahead there, and that'd be very kind, and we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, so please, uh, please give what you can, um, and again, uh, please uh, help remember uh, Brian. And while he might not have been facing a lot of the struggles that other folks are around New England, especially that are veterans, um, we would appreciate you doing so in his memory. So, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. And, yes. uh appreciate you all, and let's get back to the show. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And we're back. Tim still doesn't know how to fucking clap. <laughs> it, so this is why I could never be a cheerleader, outside of the fact that I'm not athletic or uh, you know, good-looking enough to be a cheerleader. Um, anywho. Well, you got jazz hands. I, I do. I, and, <laughs> and, and, and I got jazz fingers. And uh, yeah, they're magic. <laughs> By the way, uh, we were talking about it at the break. I moved on to a Baja Blast flavored. Oh, yeah, that's good. Didn't realize that the Baja Blast flavor had such a coconut forward. Really? Uh, so, yeah. Um, um, I'm, it's I'm it's almost like a wine I can go through. I'm drinking Cal Pico White Peach, a Korean sugar blast. Cal uh, Pico sounds like a video game character, by the way. <laughs> There's not much English. I'm on drinking this. Cal Pico. Uh, it's a dirty game. There's not much English on this one. Where'd it's oh, it? product of Japan. An H Mot. H Mot. H Mot downstairs. <laughs> um, shit. I had a I had a whole Boston rant in my head, but I've lost it. Um, speaking of things that I've lost. Um, I won't say my innocence, but probably, uh, a little bit of, uh, yeah. So my last trip to Houston was, uh, let's just say stumbled into like, all right. So you know that when I, <laughs> so there, you know that you, one of the things I love about the two of us, um, is that the both of us are open to adventure oh, yeah. and following the leads that other people have making uh, I have a really good friend that says, um, um, good ideas start with bad decisions. Right. Or at least like, at least good stories. stories. Right? That's what like, good stories start with yeah. bad decisions. And, um, well, there's also something, and, and I, I think you were one of the first people to teach me this about like, when you go somewhere, you ask the people who you are being served by or that work yeah. there, uh, where's place? the next place to go? Right. Yep. Like no questions asked you go. Yeah, and you just you go, you get recommendations. Like the people who are going to tell you stuff. Like sometimes it's sometimes it's just touristy, and yep. they give it to you. But you have to you have to know who you're asking it from. But if, if you ask from the right people, like you can find some amazing, good, good golden nugget. Great that's like, places. Fuck yeah! I can't believe we're here. Yep, and then like, and and from having that attitude, like I also pick that up whenever I'm flying. Like so, Vegas is funny. Like. Uh, flying into Vegas on a Thursday or a Friday, 
is hysterical because you're on a plane full of people that are about to start their like shit show of a weekend, right? Yep. And who it never fails. Like somebody who's sitting next to me is always like, so what's the first thing you're going to do when you get off the plane? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm walking my dog. That's like, an awesome like, experience of every time flying in. I never thought of it. You always flying back there. You get that. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, but then Monday mornings are also the most hysterical <laughs> thing because you're the only one on the flight who's like bright eyed, bushy tailed, and like, I get him going to work. Like, and for as shitty as I might feel, like, well, I can't believe I'm up on this seven o'clock plane, like, fuck my life. <laughs> like, I look around, there's some dude who's lost like tens of thousands of dollars and is still nursing <laughs> a hangover. And it's like, <laughs> it's a great flight. Um, but. Whenever somebody finds out, I get the answer of like, oh, I'm going to walk my dog or feed my cats or like, you know, get gas or do something like lame. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a local. Where do you recommend I go? And I always try to give them the most oddball, oddly awesome place that will take them out of the comfort zone and have them like discover something else that's amazing about the city. Like I feel it's almost like my responsibility of giving back to that same level of adventure that. Now, do you feel though that like some people are hesitant if you give them off the strip because they're so gung ho of wanting something on the strip, like they don't want to go far. Right. Well, so then like you can, like I, uh, I adjust. So like my fail safe now, uh, which one my, Oh, you want something weird on the strip? Uh, my my go to recommendation now is the Pinball Hall of Fame. Dude, I now tell everybody that off, too. Now that's off of Tropicana, and they have their brand new spanking building across the way from Mandalay Bay. Yeah, but it's far enough down the strip yep. that like it's still kind of quote unquote hidden, and people will feel like they they have it. But it, like that's it's a it's it's a great spot. It is right. It like is, it's it is. it's a, it's a ton of fun. So. Uh, I'm in Houston. I meet up with, uh, I make plans to meet up with my friend Freddie, uh, his fiance and their friends for a trivia night. And this is on a Monday. Yep. Um, but I'm in Houston. They are sort of in Houston. They're more suburban Houston in Katy, which is, I don't know if you know where Katy's at, but it's like, Best case, 30 minutes, most likely like 45 minutes out west of Houston. Like, All right. It's the far west suburb of Houston. Like, All right. You could pr- like, if they made a flight, it would probably be easier. Like, I got into the, the Uber to take me to this, this bar for the trivia night. And the guy saw it and he could just see his soul get crushed with the fact that he was going somewhere <laughs> that he was not getting a fucking return trip. So yeah. like hats off to him with the fact that he didn't like get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> Why the hell are you going to Katie? Um, by the way, not the, not the point of the story, but uh, Katie haven't seen any of it besides this one bar, but the bar that we went to is the oddest fucking theme <laughs> of a bar in Texas that you can come up with, which is Sherlock Holmes. Oh my God! What the hell are they thinking? <laughs> the Baker, the Baker Street Pub. It's a Sherlock themes home bar in the middle of like a mall with like bookcase hidden pathways to the bathroom. Like, why would you have like a speakeasy entrance to the bathroom? Like, it's so well. That's odd. Funny. It's beautiful, right? Like, <laughs> awful. Um, the trivia night is hyper competitive with nerds, like challenging answers and Yo. like looking up references. Like, it's Whoa. I, it's a blast. Have a ton of fun. Cheap food, nice drinks. Like, get done. But it started really early. It was like five or six start, and trivia is done by like eight. And all the way out in fucking Katy, and I'm like, I ain't leaving. Like, and like I, I drove here for a fucking hour. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> stay at Sherlock's Holmes bar, and like, I'll drink until I see Watson. <laughs> so, have a bunch of drinks, and I'm like, it's kind of like the same thing of like that bar at Disney. I'm like, all right, it's got to be late. Time to go home. Look at my watch, and it's like nine o'clock. <laughs> Phase two. But, so no, in my head, I'm like, I'm like, 
Because it's like, it's the middle of like a work week. I'm like, or the beginning of a work week, middle of a work week. Like, this is how my week is starting off. I'm like, you know what? Bring your dumb ass home. You are treating this like a job. Like, you know how when you're like, God damn, it's got to be close to five. And you're like, damn, it's only two o'clock. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm committed. I'm committed to, like, you have so many great stories. Like, I have some commitment to the show, too. <laughs> no, being at so, the yeah. no, no, go ahead. No, you being at the bar, at your bars and being like, it's not five o'clock yet. Got it. Well, not five o'clock, yeah. Keep on going. Um, so, like, no, time to shut it down. Like, if you have these thoughts now, like, it's, it's the end of your night. So, order an Uber, pick it up. Now, it's the opposite reaction, right? Because the guy's picking me up in Katie and he's like, holy shit, I got a 30-minute drive to Houston? I'm going to get another ride. And, like, like this looked like a solid fare. Like, so he's way more excited. The two of us are talking back and forth, and like, about living in Houston. He talks about having grown up here and, like, this, that, and the other. Like, like solid, solid driver. And my mood starts changing in terms of like being responsible and going back to the hotel. Like <laughs> I'm 100%. I'm like, hey, this guy knows Houston. Yeah, he'll know where's a good. Yeah. Uh, where's a good? I'm sorry. So I don't think this is Monday. I think that as a Tuesday night. I'm like he'll know a good place to go on a Tuesday night. I'm like, hey man. Um. So I just came from the Sherlock Holmes pub in fucking Katy. <laughs> I was like, I know where I'm staying, and because uh, I got so late in on Monday, there was only one place that was open uh, when I got in for me to have food and a drink. And I've been to some other places, but I was like, I just want like a solid cocktail bar in Houston. I don't want to go downtown yep. by the Galleria. Like, where's a good place for me to be able to get like solid drink, good music, like nice chill crowd, like just a place to hang out. He's like, well, he's like, there's that kind of like, he's like, do you like speakeasies? And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, yes. That's like, like, let's do this. And he's like, so there's like the oldest bar in Houston. Whoa. Um, he was like, it's kind of speakeasy-ish. He's like, um, it's the oldest continuously operating. He's like, it's not like, like right. cowboy era, like nonsense. He was like, but it's like one of the oldest bars. He's like, but he's like, I can't remember. He was like. It's like black door, white door, red door. Like he was like, I can't. I, he was like, it's some co primary color door. He's in the Watson. He's in the Sherlock Holmes bar. You have to solve this. That's no, what no, he's no. Doing to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like this is my Uber driver. Like this is while we're on the highway going through. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's making a mystery for me. He's like, I got to do this. So we're going through, and he's like, Oh, I think it's the blue door, and I find it, and I'm like, Oh, fuck, yeah. It's not really called the blue door. And I still don't know the pr pr correct pronunciation of this bar. It's M-A-R-F-R-E-L-E-S-S. Marfellis? 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 Blue door? Blue, uh, <laughs> no, it, ha it has a blue door as an entrance. And it's hidden in the middle of like a super ritzy neighborhood called River Oaks. All right. Like that's where like all of the big oil and gas money and super fancy people live. Where? Um, what's it? Oh, uh, no, that's Dallas. I was thinking if JR lives down there, he doesn't live down there. That's in yeah, Dallas. no, like, yeah. But yeah. yeah, like, like that type of person. Like, oh, yeah. Like if you're a surgeon, you better be like the head surgeon of the hospital. Oh, uh, yes. Oaks, yes, right? yes. And apparently it's like this divey little place. It's in a white building. It's literally in between like a lens crafters and an Ann Taylor. <laughs> right? Like, and it's like there's a fire escape and it's literally a white building, like cobalt blue door. The oldest continually operating bar that's outlasted everything where lens crafters and Ann Taylor's moved in. And they're like, son of a, they got to go down sometime. Like, uh, seriously, like, how the fuck did they exist before that? And, like, this place has been open since, I, I looked it up afterwards, since 1972. Whoa. So, like, had, like, all there had to be were, like, old rich people, like, like living around there and, like, this warehouse where, like, some dude was like, fuck it, I'm opening a bar and I'm making it weird and I'm putting it here. <laughs> and I'm putting it here. <laughs> yep. Um, so... We get both excited that we found it. He was like, I've heard so much about it. I was like, have you been? He was like, no. I'm like, should have been. Like, 
Red flag number one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's like, but it's legendary and like, it's kind of a Houston institution. So I'm like, fine. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Let's do it. So we go. It's not very far from where my hotel is. Maybe about like five to seven minute drive. So I don't feel like I'm like, yeah, no, he's like, he makes a great recommendation, right? Cocktail bar, historic, like lounge, speakeasy. Like he is 100% checking all the boxes of what I've, what I've brought up to him and um, drop off. It's now like around 11 o'clock because it takes like a fucking hour to get back there. Nah, maybe like 10.30. Doesn't matter. Time yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like, there's people hanging out. The door is open. And there's like some women hanging out on the outside. Like, whatever. It's a Tuesday. Like, drops me off. I walk in. And it's super old school loungy. There's like sort of classical music playing in the background. Yeah. Um, it's really dark. The booth, uh, um, there's the bar. Yeah. There's no tables. Everything is like a booth, like a curved, like old school Vegas, like golden steer booth. Right. That's like awesome. Rounded booth with like little tables. And there's people in each one of them as I like come in and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. But the bar is pretty much empty. There is like one couple at the one end. There's um, one woman that's sitting by herself and this like really um, like... Uh, kind of like string flapperish, kind of like barely there dress. Yeah. Like sitting on there and like a whole bunch of empty space. So I saddle up at the bar. Bartender's like, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Like, what are you drinking? I was like, um, I'll just, I was like, I'm sure you have specialty cocktails, but uh, like, I'm just going to try something like, like normal Manhattan. They have a crazy rye and bourbon list to uh-huh. choose from. So it's like actually like pretty cool. And I sit down and I'm like, all right, this is a neat vibe. Like it looks literally looks like somebody took like an old, like auto mechanic garage and turned it into a bar back in the seventies. That's cool. So like there's a second floor. So like old garages, right? Like they have like the, the working floor and then they have where the offices for the people who own the shop would be on the second floor, but they've moved, like they've removed like the walls for the offices and now they just have rails and it looks like there's more chairs and stuff like that. But I'm like, this is like, this is weird and cool. And like, I'm happy to be here. So I'm sitting down, the guy's like, (laughs) the bartender's like, Hey, so what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, like my Uber driver just dropped me off. Like I'm in town, like just like trying to check places out. And he's like, oh, okay. Wife's like, does like the bartender, like wipe the thing, like taps the thing, like, like heads up. Yeah. So then there's a couple that comes up to my left and they're like, uh, probably like late fifties, early sixties. Yep. Look like they have a bunch of money. Yep. And, uh, uh, the the husband is like, hey, can we close out? And uh, and the wife looks like one hundred percent late fifties, early sixties, like bleach blonde Texas woman yeah. has a massive fucking rock on her uh, hand. She's like, so what's a uh, what's a good looking guy like you doing at a bar like this? <laughs> oh, this is everywhere I wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like. Oh, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm here in town for work, and I just uh, came in for a drink. And uh, I heard, uh, got recommended this place by a friend, and thought I'd check it out. And she's like, "Oh, so what's the rest of your plans for the evening?" And I was like, "Well, I just had like my, my my drink, and like this, that, the other, and like I am such a fucking dumbass. I, I missed red flag I number adult. two. <laughs> nope." <laughs> Still powering on like a moron. <laughs> so that's red flag number two. Oh, yeah. Um, so sitting at the bar and uh, the husband kind of like ushers is like, no, no, we're done for the night. Like, And I'm like, that's a weird comment. We're done for the night. Like, she's just having a conversation. Ask me like, and I just took it as like, here's this older woman who is like, obviously drunk and being a little flirty and her husband's getting upset that she's being flirty and like, whatever. (laughs) So then the lady from the far end of the bar 
comes over to me. And she's like, hey, um, I haven't seen you around here. I was like, no, this is my first time. And um, just uh, you know, checking the place out, give the same story, like, but a little bit more specific with her. I'm like, yeah, like my Uber driver recommended this. I was looking for like, uh, like I was already somewhere else and looking for the next place to go to this evening. Um, not mentioning I came from Katie and I was playing trivia night. Like, <laughs> so I'm like uh, doing this, that, and the other. And she's like, oh, so what brings you here? And I'm thinking Houston. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, work. Oh, um, awesome. And she's like, oh, well, where do you live normally? I'm like, Las Vegas. And she's like, oh, so you work out of Las Vegas. I'm like, yeah. How about you? She's like, no, I, I, she's like, well, I primarily work here. Sometimes for weekends, I'll go to Dallas, occasionally go to Vegas, but like if there's like a good show or something like that. Um, oh boy. But otherwise here, red flag number three. Oh, I know. I think I know where this is going <laughs> and I hope it is. So next couple comes up to the, uh, to the side of the bar. Very similar demographic, similar thing. Ladies like, hey, handsome. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? Hey, what hey, brings hey. you to what? I, I haven't seen you here before. I'm like, oh, this is my first time. And I'm like, wow. I was like, are there a lot of regulars here? Like everyone keeps asking me if like I, I, I've been here before. Uh, like I haven't like. This, that, and the other. She's like, what are you here for? And I was like, well, I'm here for work. Um, but, like, I came here to meet some interesting people and, like, have a nice drink and have a good time. Yep. Like, this, oh, that, and the other. The Uber driver and, is laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> and she's like, well, uh, oh, you're so sweet. Whatever you do, don't go upstairs. <laughs> so now what's the only thing oh. that Tim has in his mind? Up, up, I need to go fucking upstairs. I go upstairs in a second. So 100% go upstairs. And as I'm going upstairs, I realize that every booth, even uh, downstairs and upstairs is occupied by a couple. Myself and the lady at the bar are the only people oh my God. on our own. <laughs> I'm like starting to catch on to what's happening. Now nobody's doing anything. Like everyone's right. just like hanging out. Like the I was hoping there was gonna be like debauchery or something else like going on upstairs, but it, like it just looked like the downstairs upstairs. Like there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't shit going on. So order another drink because I'm that much of a fucking idiot and uh, get an Uber and head back. Uh, next day, meet up with friends and tell them, like, yeah, I went to this, like, really odd, like, weird bar. And they'll start <laughs> laughing. And they're like, how did you find the oldest and only swingers bar I know it. <laughs> in all of Houston? But that's not the part that, like, yeah, right? Like, that's the obvious of, like, no shit, Tim. What I've realized afterwards was I kept telling everybody that I was there for work. <laughs> but you didn't tell them what kind of work and the only other person that was there was probably also a prostitute and was telling me about how she was there like occasionally goes to vegas yeah, oh, yeah. show or other cities so everyone thought i was there for hire yes i was thinking this and thing. that's why the guy was <laughs> so uh, there's money to be made at Marfellus uh, the next time you're in uh, Houston. If you're, it's if, you, like, if you need some road dollars, it's like money. There's money in the banana stand. It's <laughs> there's money in the the Marfellus. 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 Oh, uh, that's awesome. I'm a moron. No, yeah. I so wish I could have. I was going to say be a part of that, but I don't want to be a part of it. But I so wish that I was drinking <laughs> oh, with yeah. you that no, night. If, you're sit if you were sitting next to me, that would have been even funnier. That, like, oh, the two of us are just looking to make friends and talk to people. <laughs> I can see both of us looking around with that confused face and then finally looking at each other like, oh, shit. This is awesome. Like, oh, no. 
yeah, we're done for the night. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Joe, I think this is a good transition into we have a listener email. All right. Um, and then uh, listener email, and I think then it's time to uh, to close out the show. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, who knew that Tim would dominate the story, the road stories? This Dude, month? I liked it. I loved it. I, it just takes me a few months to like collect them. I don't have them as often. Um. All right. So uh, I am going to read you the message uh, verbatim. All right. All right. Um, we have not responded to this. This came through the website. Uh, no name roadshow.com. Uh, by the way, you should uh, totally check it out. Uh, find updates, uh, postings. Uh, that's where you can buy our merch. Um, no name roadshow.com. Hell yeah. Check yeah. it out. Thanks, Kai. Kai, thank you for buying a shirt. All right. <clears throat> I want to make sure I center myself for, uh, for this. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Perhaps my message is too specific. Oh, no. But my older sister found a wonderful man here, and they have a great relationship. But what about me? I am 27 years old. Maria, from the Czech Republic. (laughs) No English language. (laughs) And, dot, 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 better to say it immediately, I am bisexual. <laughs> what was her name? Uh, Maria hey. from the uh, Czech Republic. Um, <clears throat> I think that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maria from the Czech Republic. No English language also. And better to say it immediately, I am bisexual. I am not jealous of another woman. Dot, dot, dot. Especially if we make love together. Ah, yes. I cook very tasty. And I love not only cook, semicolon, parentheses of parentheses. Winky face emoji. I am pretty sure. I am real girl. (laughs) <laughs> and looking for a serious and hot relationship. <laughs> anyway, you can find my profile here. Maria, thank oh, you so much awesome. for listening. <laughs> that, what, what was Borat's sister? Look, what did she look like? Very nice. <laughs> I put baby in her. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How about did you you saw the the most recent one where yes. he found his daughter? Yeah, <laughs> where he's like, she wanted to get uh, implants, and he's like, whoa, no, 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 too much. How about you just put potatoes in there? What about, what about potatoes? <laughs> what to put potatoes? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, well, thank you, uh, Maria. Maria, uh, hey, if you want to send us a note just like Maria, uh, you can either email us at nonameroadshow at gmail.com or click the same link that Maria did at nonameroadshow.com. Hit us up on any of the socials, and then Roadshow on the Twitter or at nonameroadshow on the gram. And uh, let us know your thoughts. If you have questions, comments, uh, you want to talk to us about how you cook very well. Uh, I'm sorry. Cook very tasty. Tasty. <laughs> very tasty. <laughs> and love not only cook. Wink, wink. Oh, my God. Uh, thank, well, you, a, re- thank you, real girl Maria. That's a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> As I say all the time, the podcast is growing and we have the greatest community worldwide. <laughs> we're better than football. We're, we're misters worldwide. <laughs> Well, if she's um, out there, send a picture. Yes. Yeah, Maria, we totally want to see. Um, we can bring you to Marfellus where you can find somebody <laughs> there for you. 
Um, I think that brings us to the end of uh, the finally recorded episode 42. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Joe, uh, as a teaser to our audience and uh, good news for you is that I think I found a way to salvage uh, part two of episode 40. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. The, uh, call it? The, uh, the, the raw recording of the, uh, the actual just raw conversation like we did for the other file yeah, yeah, yeah. lives for that one. So Ooh, right. uh, the lost episodes coming soon. But uh, Joe, anything that you have front of mind that you want to share, plug or otherwise? Um, right now, it's mostly photography. It's uh, Mac photo portraits. Um, give a follow. Help me grow my audience there. And that's M-A-K-P-H-O-T-O portraits, all one word. Um, and if you're feeling spry and a little bit of helpful, um, there's a Patreon link in there for, um, helping out with portraits. So it's a pay it forward kind of deal portrait. You're actually paying, um, for the person that I'm taking the picture next. It's a, it's a nice little thing happening. And if you're feeling spry, take a look at that. But that's about it. Right I, now. I, by the way, I've been digging that. Like I've been following that on Instagram and like, that's a really cool idea of, yeah. it's, I would say it's even better of an idea than the people who are like, Oh, I'm going to buy a coffee for the next person behind me in line of like, right. That, that the portrait, something like way more lasting and really cool. And yeah. Yeah. Um, through your sharp eye, it's even better. Thanks bud. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Um, Hey, I just went through all of our stuff. Like, seriously, check <laughs> out our merch at uh, nonameroadshow.com. Uh, check us out on the ever-so-often socials. Um, but, yeah, hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much yeah. for being part of our amazing community and helping us grow. A uh, lot more uh, interesting guests, and I guess I have another six months to come up with another story in the in-between. <laughs> but, uh, Joe, until next yeah. time. Yeah, love, love you, bud. Always near, and oh yes, he's back. Ben, he's back. Ben, he's back. Ben has no fear, and he's always near.